0: Hello, 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 listeners! Welcome to Eat Talk with Anthony Bogus Glover. Uh, today, I have the pleasure and the honor of interviewing someone I love dearly, uh, someone who's close to my heart. Uh, his family and uh, we've done a lot of stuff together. And you guys may have heard of him. Uh, he does a lot with KTSU. He does a lot with uh, his band. We'll let him talk about a little bit about that. He's an actor. He's a singer. I'm going to throw this in. He's a former athlete. I want to welcome yeah. to eTalk Werner Richmond, Good friend of mine with me today. She is the host of Great Day Houston. And we've done so many things together. You always come when I call. It's like, you know, the mayor's tree lighting, the Thanksgiving Day parade. For me, it's made me appreciate what I have
1: a whole lot more because, listen, life is fleeting.
0: It was surreal my first year
1: because I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm in fourth grade and I've made it this far. And they got news cameras here.
0: Yeah. Oh okay, yeah. Wow. This this is crazy. Who is that? <laughs> he is phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what really inspired me to know that hey, I can really do this. I want to thank you for helping me with my new dream and supporting me as an artist. We got lots to talk about. Werner, what's going on? What up? How you doing, folks? I'm good. I'm good, man. I want to thank you personally for accepting this invite to come in and have a little talk with me and chat and let the people know what you're doing, what's going on, and we can inspire some people out in the world that are, you know, doing the same thing we're doing now, especially as we deal with this pandemic that we've been dealing with for about a year now. It's been rough, oh, yeah. but, I mean, we can do it. We can do it. So uh, let's just let's just jump right in. Let me just ask you some stuff, and you see where we go. This is like Family Feud. I ask a question, you give me an answer. Right. Okay. So, ready, i I <laughs> But let me tell you, there's no $20,000 at the end, so don't worry about that. <laughs> is it at least $20? <laughs> okay, I'll give you a dime. I'll give you a dime. Oh, oh Lord,
1: a dime. Okay,
0: oh, look well, at this. And, uh, when did you realize that you could do this or you wanted to do this yeah, as, for a living or what, what Wow. Happened? Wow.
1: That's a good question. Because, I mean, when, when you look at me, I've been doing this all my life. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. I, I was in the Galena Park School District. So we, okay. you know, coming in back back then. Uh, we weren't preparing for stars test, we was doing school like I was. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, I mean, it was school what it was supposed to be. So if you went to right. music class, you you know, we was actually learning. We was actually learning how to read, you know, what quarter mm-hmm. notes and all that kind of stuff was. And uh, that that just, you know, it just flowered into into stuff so you know you start doing little plays in third grade and all that kind of stuff but it wasn't until you know oh and and here's you know for my little athlete story it wasn't until coming out of football practice my sophomore year in high school when i was realizing sadly that i was Uh not going to be the next starting running back for the dallas cowboys (laughs) <laughs> I realized that wasn't going to happen in my life because I was—I right. you know, just wasn't, I, you know, for a number of reasons. But anyway, <laughs> uh, one of the young men in the play, because I was in the school play, you know, for UIL, he he ended up uh, flunking out. And so I was the next man up. Wow. So I got the role, and, I mean, that was, like, a really a first. That was, like, a formal play. Uh-huh. You know, we didn't have young performers back then at the Ensemble Theater, so, mm-hmm, you
0: mm-hmm. know, that was
1: it for me. And and after that, you know, I just realized, even then, that was like, I might have been 15, 16 years old. I realized then that, you know, hey, man, may, maybe, maybe there is something to this. Mm-hmm. May, maybe you can uh, uh, do this as a full-time career, mm-hmm. you know? That That's and, when I started thinking that that got to be about 1985.
0: Now, d- with that, did you just completely forget about football and not want to go into it in college? Or you were, at that point, focused, basically, in the arts? Oh, no. Uh, I played my junior
1: year, uh, and then my senior year, it was like, bruh. Bruh. Bruh, <laughs> go, bruh, Go on, sit down, dude.
0: <laughs> Just gonna sit down. You you you're going you're not gonna yeah. be Tony <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Nah, no, <laughs> you ain't gonna be Tony Dorset though. So Hilarious. yeah. And you know, I mean, college wasn't even an option. So yeah, uh-huh. football, like, college, oh please. And i and tell you the truth, let me tell you something. Dude. I don't think I would have, even if I was good enough to have played that to begin with. Really? Because boy, you seen that that whooping them boys get on the collegiate level? Nah, yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: it's it's crazy. Oh, and and they then they the, yeah, and then they go into the, the 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 uh draft and all this kind of stuff, if they even make that. And if and it's it's it, total, it's totally different. Yeah, it's totally different then. So oh man, yeah, well cool. All right, well now 100%. if you weren't doing this, and this is the one that always throws people, if you weren't doing what oh, you're yeah. doing, what would you be doing? What do you think you'd be doing? Since we know, you know it's right. not football, you do that. <laughs>
1: it's two things. It's Uh-oh. two things. uh uh-huh. It's two things. Back on the athlete side, I'd be a right fielder. Okay. Okay. I play ba- I I, I would have played baseball, and uh-huh. then get this, get this. Because of the acting side of me,
0: I might have been a, a psychiatrist. Really. Yeah. Well, I, I I think people that are in the arts and actors and everything, we're already psychiatrists because you have to deal with all kinds of stuff and literally to analyze yourself, you know, when you're when you when you're doing stuff. Because it's like, do I stay in this mode once the show is over, once the movie is done? You know, how do I be, go back to myself and, and not be the character, be it a good character or a bad character? So yeah, that I, I could see that. I mean, I think uh, and we're not saying that everybody needs to be a psychiatrist. We're just saying well, I mean, I'm just,
1: no, I'm just talking about me. You know, I, I <laughs> enjoyed those classes at, at U of H. I enjoyed
0: those classes, they made me <laughs> So you're trying to I find too. more out. You're trying to, trying to find out more about yourself. Right. So who, who were who were like some of your influences? Art, music theater
1: in there well, in, in, my, my, and i know
0: my, you
1: probably my, got my, quite a few yeah there, there's a lot i mean now when uh-huh. you start talking like on the local level the people that you look around at and you see singing you know my pawpaw was a big mm-hmm. influence because uh-huh. my this was this my pawpaw my pawpaw would be outside cutting the yard right like mm-hmm. if I spent the night there, or, you know, on Friday or Saturday morning, I wake up, you know, at, at New House. Papa would be out there cutting the yard, and you could always hear him singing over the lawnmower.
0: Because
1: <laughs> hey, they, we talking like in the eighties, man. Nobody had no no earphones or anything, right? Right. So you always hear Papa out there singing one of them old one of the hymns or whatever it was that they were singing. And, you know, because he, he was with the uh, what's what's the male chorus. And the male uh-huh. chorus at our church was a big deal. Okay, that was showing us good quartet <clears throat> gospel going right. on. Them brothers were singing Love for real dude. So wow. you know every you know so you would hear so that that was a big influence. And then you know when you start talking professionally, you wow. know on the music end, you know I've always been a Stevie Wonder guy. Yeah, uh, I, I I'm a Donny Hathaway guy.
0: Mm-hmm. And by yeah. the way, let me just throw this in. He does a hell of a Donny Hathaway too, guys. Uh he, he I mean, I think Werner, 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 Werner doesn't know this. I don't say it often. I mean, we don't say it to each other a lot all the time about your people that you know and you love and you're crazy about. But he is literally one of my favorite singers. Um oh, no. as, as a matter of fact, uh, if you remember at my 40th birthday party. I I had a big big to-do and had some of my favorite singers come in and sing. And Werner was one of the singers that sang Donny Hathaway's – for no, no, was it? Yeah. Did you sing Donny Hathaway's song for you? No, you didn't. No, you didn't. No. No. I know. I know. I'm not crazy. You did My Funny Valentine. Yeah. Yes. 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 So, yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, I, I stopped him, but he was talking about his influences. Donny Hathaway. Go ahead. Stevie Wonder, Donny Hathaway. Who else? M J, uh huh,
1: M J Michael Jackson and uh-huh. Al Jarreau. yeah,
0: yeah, and that's, yeah, I mean, that's I could go on I mean, and on. Had, but those yeah, are those, that,
1: that's the Mount yeah. Rushmore for
0: me. Yeah, you can't do anything with that. I mean, you got those are different vibes all over. Michael Jackson, Stevie Wonder, Donnie Hathaway, Al Jarreau, You have hit every genre that you can, and all of them can actually sing every genre. I mean, you know, Michael Jackson, amazing. Amazing, and you know we.
1: And I, I'm not even stuff. talking about the dancing. I'm right, not talking right. about the dancing on MJ. Yes. I'm talking yeah. about the actual studio work. Yeah. That this man did, dude. When Quincy Jones say that your demos are good, right? Then, then I mean that that says a lot about that cat.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. and and not only I mean he he sang, he wrote, he produced, you know. So he did it all. He knew the business. So yeah, uh, man, like I say, happen. gone too soon. Yeah, well, I guess
1: you know you got to throw Prince in that too because I love Lisa Prince, Lord Yeah,
0: it, it, now that's funny because see now the listeners will start going on. Now those are those are males. Those are males. Let's talk about females. Who who, who would you say and look at as your female influences?
1: Well, you know what? I'm I'm go here again. I'm old school. Sarah Vaughn.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Now Sarah Vaughn. Whatever you listen to Sarah Vaughn, if she does a run, you hear every note in the scale. Yes,
0: that, she does. that is true. That is true. That is true. I mean, I mean we just you just that.
1: Man, let me tell you something. I mean, you know, recent, I, you know, being at the radio station, I do a lot. I, I you know, I play stuff that I like. So I play, mm-hmm. I found this recording of Sarah Vaughn doing the song Wave by Antonio Carlos Jobim. And uh-huh. the treatment that Grandmother puts on that song, you know, you be sitting in a, you sitting in the radios, in the, in the studio, screaming, screaming at the record, Woo, grandmother! you know, because she's killing it. And, okay, all right. Now, women, I love Ella. Yeah, Ella, yeah. Sarah. Oh uh, God, it's it's a it's you know it's it's a few it's a few more that 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 just that just get me. Uh, like like Val Simpson. Mm-hmm. I like I like Val Simpson. Yeah, Val Simpson, cause cause uh, cause of, uh, of her songwriting. Mm-hmm. She's you know a master songwriter, Carol King a master songwriter, you know, uh, yeah, man. Those, those, those are my, my, my ladies right there.
0: And, And it's interesting. Like you said, you said I'm old school, but I mean, that's where the foundation started. You know, those people, if it hadn't been for those people, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing today. And people that are out there today wouldn't be, Where they are because they started it for us, you know, but you got to be able to respect it. You have to be able to respect this. My was my theme is respect the artist, respect the art. You have to be able to respect that at all times to give homage to those individuals. I mean, there's no way that we can talk about doing what we do right now and not mention those people. You know, so real, uh, it, I I understand when you're saying, you know, it, I'm old school, but because sometimes these these young cats just not doing it like uh, like, you know, if, but, if it but, but they, they do. Got, you got some
1: bad ones out there, man. Yeah, yes. Girl, yes, we do. They yes, got this do. girl coming out of out of Dallas. uh, Jasmine Horn. Uh huh. When I tell you that jazz is in. Good hands, wow! With this baby, I don't know who this baby is, but when I tell you, man, uh, I I did a, uh, I did a show on her a few weeks ago, and uh-huh. man, let me tell you something, man. If you hadn't heard of this baby, she young lady, she about her age, about twenty five, twenty six, something like that.
0: So, what's this her name girl, again? So people know. So, what's, what's her name? It's Jasmine Horn. Jasmine a horn okay so everybody Jasmine needs to look Mia that horn up out of dallas she out of dallas yeah. i think she came out of booker t washington up there out of dallas dallas texas big d yeah the the <laughs> the, the, the pva out of dallas you know yeah yeah oh, she, she oh, got it going oh. on, man so let me ask you this if i said to you what does engage your passion mean how would you answer that engage your passion what does it mean to you Get on your grind. Hmm. Okay. Get
1: on your grind, man. Uh huh. That that's, that's what know. it means to me because my passion is is what I do. It's, it's this. Right. right. You know. So I, I remember one time hearing Will Smith say, "If you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready." Wow. That's that's deep.
0: If and you stay
1: ready, if you, you stay ain't ready. Get you ain't uh, got to get ready, okay? So if you sit uh, up here and say you a songwriter, well, you need to be writing a song a week.
0: Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, oh, That you way you ready, keep, so you, when, you keep yourself somebody together. Come
1: to you, right. When somebody come to you and say, hey, I need a song, you ain't got to say, give me a second, let me go uh, write a few and shoot them to you. You right. already got some together.
0: Mm-hmm. If you're an actor,
1: yeah, if you're an actor, you don't have no no job right there, we'll get you a few monologues in your library. Book mm-hmm. on your monologue. So if somebody says, Hey man, I need an actor, uh, you got a monologue on you? Well, bam, if you know, if they don't have no side, so you know, yeah.
0: you're ready. <laughs> you ready? Yeah, you're you ready. Know? Just stay ready, yeah. That you're right. If just you stay you, whatever you, it just is. Stay ready. That's interesting. Engage Stable. your passion they stay, be be on your grind and just stay ready. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Well look at all right. Well, good, good, good. Stay ready. Everybody heard that. Stay ready. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds like a sermon right there. <laughs> don't, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> don't Stay do it. Don't do it. Okay. I'll so be, now, yeah. I know I know you've had a few of these. Uh, and you know, some stick out more than others, but what would you say one of or just one or two of your biggest wow moments that just really went I thought I'd never or wow I can't believe I'm doing this or wow I can't believe I'm here what are are some of yours I
1: I think it it was a wow almost S your pants moment (laughs) I was in I was in check this out child I was in Shreveport Louisiana uh huh I got cast in a in a film uh-huh and uh I was ready I was ready. I had my little lines, and you know i was going up going up to the set mm. but the thing is man when when I got to the set, I didn't know who was going to be there uh-huh so i I slide on the set, man. It's James Earl Jones sitting at the end of the table. Wow! Mike wow! L- That's a
0: wild moment. That's a wild moment.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You say it's James James Earl. Uh, oh Lord! Uh, who? who, who oh. The the woman that plays Sugar Avery,
0: in Margaret the Avery. Purple. Margaret Avery, Margaret Avery, Margaret Avery, Margaret
1: Avery, dude. Yeah, She's she that Oscar winner Monique, right. The late Michael Clark Duncan. Uh-huh. Martin Lawrence. Uh-huh. Did I say Mike Epps? No, Mike Epps. Mike, Mike Epps and, and a few more people do. And I'm sitting at the head of the table, and I got all the lines. And that was uh that was the big and, and the killer is this is the killer. I didn't know they were in the scene uh-huh. until I shade on set. And so it's like,
0: man, I needed some politician right there. <laughs> and, and ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know what he's talking about, <laughs> Werner was had the, the the privilege to work with all of those names that he just called, and uh, we we're just going to start with James R. Jones.
1: James, uh, man, I got another story about Mister Jones yeah.
0: too. He 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 had the opportunity to work with him and the name of the movie was what? Welcome home, Roscoe Jenkins. Yes, yes. So now you can go back and 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 watch the movie. and I not thank only you and my will, family, thank you. Yeah, not only will you know uh James Earl Jones and Margaret Avery and Monique and Mike Evans, you will now know Werner Richmond.
1: <laughs> you will you now know. know
0: now you know, it yeah. So know, Werner, know. Werner was in that movie, uh, and and so that was, yeah. That is a wow moment because those that are some heavy moment, hitters. Man. Yeah, those are heavy hitters, and those are some real people that you can learn any and everything from. <clears throat> so how was that experience? Yeah. I mean, uh, what did, man, did you? it, it was, was
1: dog It was it was a party, mm-hmm. because everybody there had an entourage. <laughs> And this is this is well before COVID, dude. Right, right, this right. Is, this is well before COVID, so everybody well, except me because I wasn't. I ain't nobody, man. I'm just happy to be on the set and, and okay. Get the so I'm just happy to be there. So I didn't have no entourage with me, okay. But I mean, it's like I mean, all these big time stars had entourage, but the good thing is, is everybody was cool.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Everybody's cool because uh, by week two. Into it, man, well, I was just on set for two weeks uh but by by the second week, we was doing that closing scene, and so we was in this here uh we was in this big old uh uh what you call them things uh, a big a hall, uh-huh, and you know, for a big banquet hall, you know, and that that was just like a big party, man, it was like everybody was like trying to get contacts, trying to work trying to, you know, hobnob right quick. Okay, oh, and okay. we're back in five, four, and then we had to get back to one, right back you know, then go into wow, the thing, wow. then, it, you know, and it was uh-huh. so funny. Mr. Jones, Uh, this this Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones had his assistant, because I said everybody had entourage, right? <laughs> Mr. Jones had his assistant come touch me on the shoulder and say, Mr. Jones would like a word with you. Hmm. Dude. I, I needed some more toilet James Earl Jones <laughs> wants to talk to me. Right, right. Do you hear me? Mr. I've worked with Stanley Kubrick wants right. to talk to me. So, okay, I gathered myself and I went over there and, you know, Mr. Jones says, Werner, sound like Darth Vader. <laughs> Werner, I love the way you preach like that. The way that that cadence is, I just love it. How do you do that? How do you, because I'm about to take on a role and I want to know how to get all of that, you know? And I was like, Yes, sir, Mr. Jones. Yes, sir. Yes, Mr. sir, Mr. Jones. So, you know, Jim Johnson at, of, at University of Houston was my, my voice coach. Uh huh. So I went back, man, I called Jim Johnson at, after when I got back to the hotel. I'm on oh, Mr. Johnson, Mr. Johnson, what do we need to do? Da, 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 da. So we got together a really nice tape, gathered a really nice tape together, and we got a chance, we sent it to Mr. Jones. Man, Mr. Jones was cool. He was, Wanna, thank you so much. I loved my wow. tape and I'm going to, you know, and I was, I was like, yes sir, you know I mean? This was, now that was a big wild moment, man. Yeah, Mr. that's Jones, what, Mr. Jones, when, when James Earl Jones is asking. <laughs> yeah. And Mister Mister Jones, right? Mister Jones, Mister Jones,
0: Mister Jones, Mister Jones. No, that's a wild moment. If James or Jones is asking Ooh. you anything, that's a wild moment. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool, I man. That, mean, that, that is know, a wild, like, that's a wild. Dude, that, that's a moment. That's crazy. That's something, that. and that's something you'll never leave, You'll never let it. Will never leave you. Never, never leave you. Wow, will. Cool. Good. Okay, well, let me ask you this: so We talked about the the pandemic, the pandemic, uh, with everything that's going on. You know, we all, everybody was working, we were doing stuff, everybody was okay. And then the pandemic hit. How did that affect you in work? Were you able to kind of keep some things going, keep some things afloat? Did you have to put things off? And we're kind of getting back into some type of normalcy, some type of normalcy. How, how is that working? What's going with you? Because you have a lot. I mean, you have a lot in the fire. You have a band. You're doing, you know, auditioning all the time. You are teaching. You are, I mean, you're a father. <laughs> you know, it's that's a right. lot going on. Uh, how right, is that? Right. What's happened there with you?
1: Well, you know, I was, I, it felt like I was getting hot again, right before the pandemic hit. Right before the pandemic hit, I, I did a few, few little, little uh, uh, regional commercials and stuff. Uh-huh. So I was starting to book stuff, and all of a sudden, uh, my band we was we was getting some nice bookings. We were playing. Uh-huh. Pandemic hit, everything shut down. So yeah. I'm at the house with my with my four year old, well she was three then, with my three year old daughter. Uh-huh. And and man, <laughs> you know, it, it was it was it was cool. It it, it worked out. I mean. Because I'm at the house anyway during the day working, Mm -hmm. you know. Uh, So it it was, was, I don't want to say it was like any other day. But, you know, it it, it didn't have that much of an impact on me uh, with the exception that, you know, I didn't go out and teach as much. And I I had a little elementary that I was teaching at. And that that hit man, and then I, you know, was wasn't able to to be with my my little students anymore, and that and that kind of hurt because right. I was having fun in my little music class with with my kids.
0: Now, did you do virtual with them, or I mean, how did that work? Did well, you, did I, I didn't.
1: Not... I, they they never continued it virtually. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. but but during the summer, I started. You know, we had like a virtual young performance program, so I did mm-hmm. that uh virtually. Mm-hmm. And then by like I would say by July, I started, you know, auditioning again. Okay. Because everything shut down, I man. You wouldn't. You wouldn't no audition. Right. No movie auditions. No commercial auditions. And uh, I ended up booking a uh, booking a little spot out there in uh, Austin. Mm-hmm. And that in itself was a trip because I had to. Uh, I, I didn't get a COVID test, mm-hmm. but. Once we got on set, you had like paramedics and stuff checking your temperature and all that kind of stuff, making sure that, you know, that you wasn't spiking anything or getting sick because we had uh, Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers Mm -hmm. on the same compound walking around. That's like, you know, a billion dollars between them two. Right. So it was real cool. Uh, Then I ended up getting cast again in a Disney Episodic. Now with that, I had to take four COVID tests. Wow. Before I even got on set, bro. Wow. Four. And that was down in New Orleans when I did that. So the acting stayed pretty much the same. Music died because you uh-huh. need an audience. Just music and theater died. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Uh and, and teach, you know, teaching was, you know. It, it, but but we we managed to 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 stay stay afloat and and get through it in one piece. So you know I, I thank God for that.
0: Now you uh, you guys may have heard him throw some names out. I mean we this is where we talking everybody talking all the time. But I promise you it's just so funny because this is just what we do. Uh, but I'm not going to let him throw out Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers as if they are nobody. <laughs> <laughs> They to do. I oh, mean, sure. we're talking Patrick Mahomes, who is the quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs, who were oh, yeah. in the Super Bowl, <laughs> and Aaron Rodgers, who uh is the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. So who, we're not just might gonna be say, the
1: Saints now. Let's
0: hope the Saints. Come on, Saints, get them. We're, yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna say we're not gonna say um we're not gonna say uh oh just you know Patrick Mahomes and <laughs> and Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, so, and 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 speaking of Patrick, uh, and see, I'm I'm like being Werner's agent today. It, it, that's what I do when I'm talking to folks, letting everybody know. If you have not, and I don't know why you have, you must have been under a rock if you have not seen it. The State Farm commercial where Patrick Mahomes is in the chair getting his hair cut. His barber is none other than Werner Richmond. I <laughs> cut her. Hair.
1: I act no. like I cut hair. That's yeah, I was, mean, was about to say, don't trust
0: him. Don't trust him Good with lady. the passes. his uh Clippers. He just—he was acting, and he's a, a fine actor at that. But yeah, so Prisoner. that's another one of uh, <laughs> that's another one of Werner's commercials uh, that you can see him in. And we were just saw here, yeah, As a matter of fact, we were talking earlier, and he was saying that um, it it come back out, it resurfaced because of the draft. This, you know, this we had the N- uh, NFL draft this past weekend. So, um, Werner got a chance to see himself on television again with that, so you'll see Werner any and everywhere. don't just wherever you look up you'll see him somewhere now, let me ask you this question, Werner. what advice would you now give to your younger self <clears throat> you the what advice would the now <laughs> with the now you oh God, I don't know if I should have asked that question. <laughs> Woo! What advice would the now you give to your younger self? Be on time. Hmm. Okay. Be on time. That's it. Yeah. Be on time. Be on time. Because I mean, you, you know, I
1: mean, you're, you're the older you get, the more and more you you start realizing. I mean, yeah. just the importance of having having your your AWS where you need to be.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Time. I mean and that, I mean being honest that's all it is you just got to put it out there and I think uh like our generation we had people that taught us that and they were on us you know and they they didn't sugarcoat oh. anything uh they just made sure that we were doing what we were supposed to do where we were supposed to be and doing doing it right uh, and I think now it, it's it's sort of like a, a uh you know, I'm going to say lackadaisical, but it's not as pushed and not as pressed as much as it was when we were growing up, and that's why I, I, I like doing what we do because we get to teach the younger people, you know, uh, oh, yeah. the, the, the cycle it has to go around and it has to come back. So, um, okay, that's for good, sure. that's good. That, that you said that, that, that look, that was like enough. Be on time, you heard it. Be okay, <laughs> that, it. Hey, so, that'll
1: open up a lot more for
0: you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, what's next for Werner? What's next for Werner Richmond? What are you doing next? Well, what's next for
1: Werner Richmond? I'm about to go in production
0: uh, at Stages Rep, uh,
1: me and a former student of mine. We're going to be doing Lady Day at Emerson's Bar and Grill. Uh, I think that's going to be starting uh, in June, uh, as a matter of fact. And uh, I'll be at Sugar's uh, Cajun Cuisine on June. Or oh, the, the first Saturday in June.
0: First Saturday in June. First if Saturday in
1: June. If y'all not, if y'all not doing nothing, slide through.
0: That, slide through. First Saturday in June. That's June fifth. June fifth. Yeah, he'll, he'll 5th. be at Sugar. Sugar. Uh, mm-hmm. He's getting ready to do uh, the show over at Stages uh, yeah. the Repertory Theater. Um, and you're on KTSU. When are you on KTSU? Let us know about that.
1: I'm on KTSU every Monday through Wednesday, 6 to 8 p.m. And the show is called Drive Time Jazz. And I'm your host. <laughs> <laughs> I was
0: about to say, that sounded like a press there. I mean, I'm your host. <laughs> We're in Richmond. Yeah. And so, I'm your host. <laughs> if you get a chance to, especially if you're driving home and you don't want to hear all yeah. that bumpity bump and rap and, and all that kind of stuff, you want to hear some, some easy music, Turn over to KTSU, 90.9 FM, and you can hear you. Werner Richmond. That's Monday through Wednesdays, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Well, Werner, it's about time for us to wrap up. But Aww, it has been I'm a having joy. a good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah real, real nice conversation, good conversation. Because Werner and I talked... Yeah. We're did I talk? We clowning all the time. So, you know, y- y- y'all, get a, y'all I mean, got a chance we, to
1: hear. We and Tony totally been knowing each other, dude, since got <laughs> over, by 1988. So this is like, Might uh, be before
0: then. Might yeah, be before, before, before then, dude. Before then. We're talking yeah. a long time, man. This is yeah. a long time. We could go by a good two hours. Oh, God. We didn't even talk about the fact that we went overseas and we were in another.
1: We didn't even talk about And we're me and Tony ended up walking, almost
0: walking into a, a, a house of ill repute. Oh, my God. Remember that? Yeah, I got to say that. We, we have to talk about this before we left. Because we couldn't so, read the, uh, the, the Portuguese. Man. We couldn't read the Portuguese. Werner and I were in Portugal, Lisbon, Portugal. Uh, we opened the Lisbon, wow. Portugal Opera House. And uh were four of us, and uh, Belinda Simmons, Kathy Wilson, Lydia Austin, and, and Werner. Yeah, and a long and time ago. And so we, were, <laughs> we, we left. We had to meet up. I was living in California then. They were all in Houston. We met up yeah. in GFK in New York to the plane from New York and went to Madrid, Spain. Once we got there, we had a layover. Werner and I wandered out of the airport to go do something. And when we turned around, the airport doors were locked. So we could not get oh, into the airport yeah. until the next minute? morning. Yeah. So Werner and I was standing outside looking at the rest of our group, relaxing and, you know, sleeping while we're standing there, knocking on the door. We couldn't do nothing, couldn't get anywhere. We could say, they wouldn't let us in, but we got there. We got in. Then we ended up at Lisbon, Portugal. And our first night in yeah, Lisbon, cool. Portugal, we were on a crazy schedule. We were thinking it's like eight o'clock in the evening. It was like two or three o'clock in the morning there. So he and he and Lydia and I are sitting up in a room screaming and hollering and singing and eating pizza. So they came and knocked on the door and said, uh, can you please be quiet? It's like two or three o'clock in the morning. We were like, oh. So, yeah, that's just crazy. We had a lot of crazy stuff. I remember that. Yeah, Yeah, a lot of crazy stuff. But, man, thank you so much for uh, taking out your time and talking to us and, you know, getting out there with eTalk, having some entertaining conversations with everybody and letting people know that, you know, we have lives too, but we're we're just like everybody else, and we still want to make it, and we still want to go, and we want to inspire some other people to do the same thing. So, uh, again, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Werner Richmond on etalk with anthony bogus glover remember you can catch us on itunes spotify uh, just go to www.anthonybglover.com and we'll be right here respect the artist respect the art have a good day baby thank you for listening to etalk with anthony bogus glover i appreciate you listening to me please subscribe download and comment leave a review tell us what you think we'd love to hear from you don't forget you can find us on itunes spotify and my website at www.anthonybglover.com and before we leave i want to give a shout out to my friends over at adams david media for helping me to get this show on the road hope to hear from you we'll talk soon